All right. Hi, everybody. My name is Ryan Koontz. I'm the CEO of Mammoth Growth, and I am here today with David Hiltner, the CEO of Attribution. Hey, how are you? I'm doing great. So uh, Attribution, you can find it at attributionapp.com, and it's the number one attribution solution for SaaS enterprise and e-commerce. You should check it out. So uh, we're going to talk about attribution today. So what the heck is attribution? Because I feel like if I ask 10 people, you know, what that is, I'm going to get, you know, 11 different answers. Yeah. And, you know, my background prior to becoming CEO at Attribution um, is in uh, digital marketing. I have about 23 years digital marketing experience. And so I, I guess over the last, like, last eight years prior to becoming CEO, I relied more and more on um, understanding the attribution side of things from a growth perspective. Um, it wasn't everything I did, but it was a big, uh, you know, um, uh, a big strategy that I usually relied on to build out my strategies and budgets and kind of going from there. But the question was asked, what is attribution? And, you know, multi-touch attribution is, you know, I guess the, the more, uh, uh, technical term is, you know, measuring the, you know, marketing effectiveness um, uh, through various techniques um, and touch points through the customer journey and taking into consideration more of the like the fractional type of like uh, assigned uh, pieces through that customer journey, whether it's through cost or uh, conversion points or revenue um, so that you can see exactly what led uh to the um to the deal or to the sale of uh through that that entire marketing process and so so attribution you know is a is a big understanding of that and understanding those trends is kind of big in in terms of like how you build out those strategies what's working what's not working what's you know how should you be optimizing whether it's uh organic traffic through uh content management or through paid advertisements or whatever whatever it may be uh attribution really should be able to tell a story of exactly like what's 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 actually working what's not how long is that journey what's that journey look like and uh helping you as a as a marketer double down in those areas so yeah yeah that's great and so it feels like most companies are just flying blind or using ga um you know we have a lot of questions come up about this and one of the things that keeps coming up is this idea of like hey there's this ios 14 you know, mobile attribution problem and, and companies yeah. are struggling, you know, to understand, you know, what's going on there. Maybe, you know, talk a little bit about what's happening with iOS 14 in the market today. Yeah, you know, attribution, us personally or our organization um, hasn't been really affected too much by iOS because it's we don't measure mainly the app downloads, which is what I think most refer to with the iOS 14. Uh, that being said, we also like if you are doing like, say, mobile advertisements and uh, you have, um, you know, you, you, people are, you know, basically doubling down in those areas. Um, we do um, we are first party uh, cookies. So like that's a big piece of what iOS uh, 14 was really trying to eliminate is the third party cookie system. So like really being able to um, double down in those areas, like understanding like you know, what was referring from a mobile perspective, we're able to track that side of it, but through the app download side of it, we're, we're not really, we don't really, you know, sit in that area. So attribution focuses mainly on like SaaS, enterprise, e-commerce, and again, not the app installs. So we weren't really affected by the iOS 14, um, but we do get questions a lot about that. And, 
you know, we, we, you know, explain that, that piece of it, of it to, you know, most of our, uh, most of our, uh, consumers and, you know, and, and kind of educate them on that, that side of it. So, yep. Yeah. I think, um, it's funny cause you know, you think about things like I, you know, app downloads and that you think mostly gaming maybe, yeah. uh, if you're just buying app downloads, you know, we don't see that as much if you're thinking about doing B2B marketing or you have Salesforce or HubSpot or Shopify yeah. or whatever. And that first party cookie is pretty important. You know, we see that with most modern MarTech where, you know, we're not relying on the third party cookie. Um, and so I guess, you, you know, I guess what you're saying is when we, you know, install attribution app, we don't have to depend on a third party cookie and that therefore the iOS 14 thing isn't a big deal. Exactly, exactly. And I think that that's a big differentiator for us too, is that we, because we are um, first party cookies that, we do get around that pretty easily. Um, so we're not affected. And, and in the future too, when, when people ask about that, I think the big heavy um, uh, industry focus is on eliminating third-party cookies as opposed to the first party. So um, uh, first party is, is, is still pretty standard and pretty easy because it is, it's basically referring directly to your pages. So it's, you own it. And it's basically off of people who are actually actively uh, seeking you out as a, you know, brand and uh, coming directly over. So, yep. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll tell you the first party cookie thing. First of all, the internet doesn't work without cookies. And then all I want is a special plugin where I can automatically accept all those cookie pop-ups on uh, websites. Like they just make one of those and I'm buying because uh, this is ridiculous. <laughs> a business idea, so, I like that, yeah. Yeah, bring it. So what's up with the MarTech space? So we work across about a hundred tools, um, you know, on any given day at Mammoth Growth. And, you know, we see where in the past, you know, everybody kind of had their own swim lane. And now we're seeing a lot of companies uh, drift into each other's swim lanes where, you know, everybody thinks they're a CDP now, or people are moving into analytics, or people are moving, you know, across these areas. And, you know, some of them are doing an okay job. And some of them, you know, it's just a, a sort of secondary feature. Where, where are you guys sit? Are we going to see the attribution CDP pretty soon? Are we going to see the attribution, uh, you know, lifecycle marketing uh, platform? What's next? No, I think that, I mean, like you said, attribution's hard. So like companies that are CDPs that are out there um, mainly focus in on driving, uh, tying those, uh, those data gaps um, that are out there. And I think that where we, where we lie on it is we take in a lot of those, that CDP data, um, and uh, bring it into our platform so that you can then get the uh, more of the marketing uh, multi-touch attribution modeling out of it. And so like what we do is we layer on top a lot of those CDPs that you mentioned. And um, at that front, we, um, we basically uh, make actually CDPs more usable in a lot of ways because we are using the, because we are building out the attribution piece of it or layering that piece of it, it makes like campaigns and like I was mentioning earlier, like, uh, you know, understanding like those, the customer journey a little bit more effective and so that you can make better decisions based off of those, da those data points. And so, um, for us though, I mean, I think like where the MarTech, where we, where we layer in is it's, it's, uh, you know, we don't attribution's hard, right? You mentioned it earlier. Um, our customers in some cases are asking for a less manual approach um, to tracking and adding CDPs or automation would enhance their overall experience. And we see that as like kind of the bigger uh, piece of where we we kind of layer in in that in that arena. So well, let, yeah, well, okay, let's dive in a little bit. So we have 
you know, this idea of true multi-touch attribution. I think that's what you're talking about. And then there's, you know, simple marketing analytics or, you know, we'll call it, uh, I guess marketing analytics is the best way to you know, think about it. And so how, you know, if you're think if you're talking to a customer, you know, there's a lot of noise in the market. How do they tell the difference between what you guys are doing and, you know, what you would typically see in marketing analytics uh, across the board? Yeah, so attributions pulling in like the the true costs um, that that are associated with each one of the uh, the various um, um, campaign level uh, tracking. Also, we we track all the return on ad spend um, or revenue generated from the various marketing channels. Um, as you mentioned, like we were, we were talking earlier, um, the space is somewhat complex and analytics uh, platforms don't necessarily pull in. Um, data points that track true attribution, as you mentioned, um, and don't have the, the native um, integrations that we, that we work with, uh, meaning that we're pulling in all of that cost uh, through the native integrations that we've built with some of the top tier uh, uh, ad platforms that are out there. And um, most of the, I guess, attribution pieces that you're mentioning act more like funnel tracking platforms as opposed to the the attribution modeling platforms that we uh, that how we design it so yep yeah I mean the way that I, I uh, sometimes describe it to clients that are struggling is I talk about you know the worlds where Facebook and Google are tracking conversions and right. you know if you spent uh, you know five dollars for a click on you know Facebook and you spent five dollars for a click for the same user on Google uh, and you made eight dollars, you know, mm -hmm. because they don't have the full view, you know, Facebook's going to say, that's great. You made $3 and Google's going to say, that's great. You made $3, but instead you lost two. And so, right. you know, the, the idea of having it all in one place is really compelling. It's just yep. been very, very difficult uh, in the past. I mean, you can't do it in Excel. Right. Exactly. And right. it's, okay. it, it, it truly is. A, it, it's, it's one of those where we've, we've had uh, companies come to us and say like, oh, we're, we're thinking of building it and or we're going to build it and they come back to us like six months later and yeah. say like, you know, we we failed uh pretty miserably on the initiative and and it did any uh, resolution okay. yeah and we'd rather know, just tracking <laughs> yeah and we should have just paid the uh we should have just paid you guys because you guys do it at, at, a, at a high level and that's the one of the great things about attribution too is that we because we we're not only just for markers we're also for data science uh because we have like a data export tool where we take in all the attribution data um, and then we can pass it through to uh, various uh, like, you know, S3 buckets and the data scientists can then take the data, the attribution data and then blend it against other data points that they have through the through the marketing journey or through the uh, customer journey, I should say. Um, and so like that's where, you know, I think overall, like where we, we kind of stand out. But like you said, like you mentioned earlier, um, most, most marketers, I think, understand that ad platforms are usually competing for the same consumer. Um, and want to show some level of success. So if they touch your sale in any way, they obviously want to take credit for that. So uh, with us at Attribution, our whole stance is really truly auditability so that you can go in and audit you know, any, any account, any user, because we do get it down to the user level and also the company level as well. And uh, so that you can go in and actually see exactly like what's you know, giving the the appropriate credit credit and channels to the consumer through that journey. So, um, which at the end of the day, from a growth perspective, what you're ultimately looking for is how do I make better decisions on my different channels, and um, how do I optimally allocate um, the the necessary um, uh, uh, 
you know, consumer tracking uh, to the appropriate uh, channels that are necessary for better, you know, to better strategize going forward. So, yep. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, we have the most the most egregious example um, with the platforms is that this incredible Facebook sales rep uh, once had this VP of marketing uh, convinced that on a two week view through window, if somebody bought the product on an end cap at a department store, Facebook should get all the credit. And so I thought that was just, you know, unbelievably ingenious of that rep or <laughs> completely uh, incompetent on the VP right. side. I don't know that he lasted there very long, but, um, you know, we definitely need better ways to measure our media spend and certainly, yeah. uh, you know, understanding those touch points and the contribution uh, margin that they provide, you know, to a sale is super important. So exactly. So like, and, and, Ryan, uh, sorry to cut you off there, but one of the the biggest things that we talk through a lot of times with our with our uh, consumers or our customers is like truly understanding like like if you build when you're strategizing and you're building out campaigns um, and you're you're putting in you're you're spending dollars whether it's organically driven through educational process at the top of the funnel or the consideration stage or the buying stages the different stages within a funnel. Generally, you're, when you're strategizing, you're putting together like, hey, um, you know, Google might be better at the bottom of the funnel or maybe at the awareness stage, dependent on like what your strategy is. And with attribution, really, truly understanding that that piece of it and being able to either a say, hey, look, we're failing here and there's failure points along that that strategy and allowing us to optimize it. And that's generally what I'm looking for as a growth marketer. Most of the time is I'm looking for failure points. I'm not looking for like, obviously, you know, uh, seeing, um, you know, success is, is, is awesome. And that's generally, but those are usually hunches that I usually go in with is like, Hey, the strategy is this, we're going to be successful here. But if I can find the failure points and then be able to optimize that it's tenfold in terms of like us growing at a much faster pace and alleviating those, uh, those friction points along the way. So if I can do that, I see usually a higher growth rate when I'm able to pull those, uh, those areas in and understand that, that they, that data a little bit better and then be able to tell that story to whomever within that journey, like, or, or I guess within the organization, um, be able to tell that story and explain to them like why we're, what we're doing, like whether it's budgetary or whether it's through the, uh, um, through the strategy that you're putting forth uh, going into, you know, any given year or any given quarter, whatever it may be, you're constantly optimizing it. And that's the way it should be. So, and again, just my two cents on that. Yeah, definitely. And that's great because fundamentally we have to have a strategy if we're going to go in and update, you know, the campaigns. And I think, and I think here's the thing, like, look, Google and Facebook work. I mean, unequivocally yeah, at some price. Right. And so it's always at some price. And so I think yeah. understanding, you know, the cost is really important. So, so talk to me for, go ahead. And yeah, one, yeah. one last thing I'll, I'll kind of put a, a pin on it is, you know, like, it's not also just like in some, some of the failure points might not just be like, Hey, something may be working like at a thousand percent return. And that's awesome. Like being able to understand that and saying like, Oh yeah, this is, we're seeing a thousand percent, but the reality is maybe you're leaving dollars on the table too. That, that thousand percent return on investment should be, much lower in a lot of ways. And so like maybe you're leaving dollars by not putting more effort into those different areas, whether it's Facebook, Google, whatever it may be, it could be Bing, you know, whatever that you're, you're putting into it, really understanding that and, and seeing that allows you to like, oh, we should put more into this or focus more into these different channels. And 
um, and then double down in those areas and see like, hey, did we get everything we possibly could or did we leave dollars on the table uh, because we didn't focus in enough on that? So attribution allows you to see all of those uh, those areas and those different touch points. So anyway, sorry yeah. to cut you off. There. No, no, it's good. It's good. So talk. Uh, we've got a lot of uh, noise around GA and GA4 and needing to cut over and, you know, what are we going to do? And so talk to me about GA. Um, you know, we don't ever recommend people use GA, but there's been a lot of hype around GA4 uh, lately. A any, you know, thoughts about that and the way it, you know, sort of addresses attribution challenge or does it, or, you know, where's your stance on uh, the, the GA quandary? Yeah, so GA historically has been session-based. Uh, attribution obviously uses, you know, modern MarTech techniques to identify those users with first-party cookies, as we mentioned earlier and track them across the entire um, uh, journey. Um, you know, GA is trying to, you know, is trying to provide that full journey, but without the native integrations that we talked about earlier, it's very hard to actually attribute the cost and the return on ad spend and all that stuff. And it becomes very messy in terms of usability for many of the marketers, because a lot of times if they're using URL links only and it, it they break that link, they don't get the historic data. So again, it just can become very messy and it's really hard to like uh, be able to pull in and understand that full that full uh, full journey at times. And so like the look back windows get messed up and you know, all that like kind of, uh, you know, it makes it uh, somewhat uh, hard, but also like, you know, really understanding like that they're in, we're not using like any sample data or anything like that. And being able to audit is, is key to most of our customers. So like you can audit any of those users and then being able to, and the other side of it is like being able to, like as a growth marketer, being able to model out my successful customers and being able to see exactly like what they did, how they did it. And then doubling down on those were, was super important to me as a, as a growth marketer as well. So. Well, so what are the companies that are, you know, sort of best suited to using attribution app? Um, you know, I, that's a, that's a really good question. Cause like, I think like, um, from our perspective, the way we like to work is we work in, uh, almost like in two folds, like we work really well with enterprise type organizations where you have data scientists and you have marketers who are really trying to understand exactly how they're, cause growth becomes harder as you grow, right? Like, you know, you ask anybody like, Hey, it's when you first start a company, like, Hey, I grew 10 X last year. I just started. Well, yeah, it's a little bit easier because you're defining the, and I'm not saying it's easy. Trust me. I know how hard it is to actually grow, but it's a, you know, understanding and building your marketplace a little bit like more, um, you know, growing from $1 to a hundred dollars is much easier than growing from, you know, a billion dollars to, to $10 billion. So you, you're constantly, you know, looking for those, those different areas. So Within attribution, the enterprise level side of it, being that we have, like I said before, the data export tool, it allows us allows us to you know dump in our multi-touch attribution model or uh, data into those different buckets, and allows data scientists to then grab that data and then be able to build out various models and blend it against other data points, so that you can make better decisions based off of it. Now, on the other side of it is that you know, like I mentioned earlier. Um, I've worked with startup organizations in my past as well and worked with boards and, you know, CEOs, CFOs as, as we grew and um, attribution really like if you're really trying to understand, like if you're spending any dollars in, in any type of marketing 
whether it's marketing resources through organic channels, uh, content management or social media, um, or if you're building out ad campaigns, you want to grow that organization. A lot of times you have goals of like growing, you know, whether it's two to three X, four X in some cases. And so like being able to build out those strategies and, and be able to talk through that um, attribution, the reason why we work really well with them is because our price point is so low that startup organizations can come in and use attribution or platform and be able to help them understand those trends and then be able to make better decisions so that they can see that hockey stick growth. So it works on those two sides of it, I think overall. And um, we're able to, we have, we do have customers on both sides. So we have some that are super small that, um, that are only like, you know, a uh, uh, thousand MTUs a, a month, obviously. And then we have some that are in the, uh, that are spending, you know, um, you know, tens of millions of dollars on advertising on a monthly basis. So um, hopefully that answers. Well, if you're spending that much, you better get it right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's true. And that's right, why so they invest in it. That's why they invest in the, the data science, because they understand the, the smart organizations understand that, hey, look, we better get this right. And we need the, the understanding of our data because there's so much data that's being pulled in that we better understand exactly like how we can grow at a much faster pace and, and then also like continuously uh, growing as opposed to taking those hits year after year. So, um, so that's where, again, it kind of, I know it's kind of simplifying it, but understanding those friction points and being able to remove those friction points along that customer journey is super important and attribution allows you to do that on whether you're a small company or a large organization, so. Okay, fine, so we've got a few minutes left. What's the, you know, where are we going? Uh, what's on the horizon for Attribution app? You know, any, uh, any you know, sweet new things to look for? You know, how should we think about, you know, what's next? Yeah, I, you know, Attribution, um, you know, some of the things that we're working on is really being able to help our customers um, better experiment, so like, being able to improve their marketing performance, you know, being able to see something, uh, whether it's in a campaign and say, oh, yeah, this is this is actually telling us this. Um, and then being able to optimize those campaigns based off of the data that they're seeing. And so attribution, we see, um, you know, to improve the marketing performance through uh, bi-directional integrations that we have. And, and to give you an example of that, we just recently built out a, um, a bi-directional integration with one of our CDPs that we um, we highly promote um, in, in a lot of ways, and basically, what they have a uh, uh, they have a secondary um, uh, uh, platform that not only the CDP we get the the multi touch attribution modeling, but then also we're able to send that data back into their uh, CDP so that they can then uh, the the consumer or the marketer can then take that data and build better campaigns based off of that data. So we see that as like. If we can kind of formulate that process throughout the entire journey and then allow marketers to then take that data and then act on it is that's the key for us, whether it's through, you know, being able to immediately go into the campaign, make those decisions um, or just seeing like where there's areas of improvement uh, through um, uh, uh, through the through the data that they're they're being supplied with. So great. Yeah. So and uh, wrapping things up, anything else you want the world to know? No, I mean, I think that we're, you know, attribution Drive for world peace. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, I, you know, from an attribution standpoint, um, you know, I always tell people it's not everything that we do, but there's so many um, uh, reasons for implementing it within your organization or, you know, developing it through strategies. And it can get to like, if you're the if you're a B2B company, 
you know, you're constantly, um, you're identifying your uh, ideal customer profile. And a lot of organizations use like, you know, firmographic data points, uh, technographic data points to really understand, like they usually take like um, their top tier customers that they brought in and they want to, they, they model out those customers to really understand exactly what brought them in, how did they come in, who are they, um, and then what, what other technical you know, technical uh, advances have they made within their organization so that you can say, okay, let's shrink our, our, um, our, instead of being everything to everybody, let's shrink it and understand exactly like where we should be putting our marketing uh, efforts towards. And then once you start to do that, um, using your ICP, uh, it allows you to like do so much more, like in terms of like being able to use more, manage more of your resourcing, being able to develop out better campaigns based off of that data. And so attribution allows you to help and helps you with that side of it. And, 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 and again, allows you to like really dive into your strategies and, and really, you know, hone in on like what's working and what's not. So, um, so if I could like kind of just be able to tell that story so that more marketers like understand it and really like be able to educate them on that. I think that, you know, from a, from a market perspective, you'll see less, uh, movement within the market in terms of like uh, marketers moving from company to company or, you know, like maybe being okay with understanding those failure points as long as you understand that, hey, we, we, we saw this failure point, but now we're going to act on it and we're going to better or optimize those campaigns and better uh, drive uh, uh, growth at a much faster, or uh, much, much better uh, pace than uh, than before. So anyway, all right. Last sorry question to go off on a tangent there, but I I'm passionate about attribution because it's, it's super important. So, yep. Last question. Who's going to win the NBA championship this year? Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say my Cleveland Cavaliers. I know you're a Warriors fan. Going uh, with the Warriors. So I'm a, I'm a <laughs> huge right. Cavaliers fan. So uh, they got a young core and uh, looking forward to uh, this year in October, starting that up. So with the, just watch the with summer the league, by the way. Yeah, just watch the summer league. Cavs won the summer league, so there, there you go. So, yep. All right. Well, we're gonna wrap it up. Thank you very okay. much, David Hiltner yep. here from Attribution. You can find it at attributionapp.com. I'm Ryan Coons, CEO of Mammoth Growth. Thanks for joining. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Bye.